What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode number 11 of the Burke Does Work podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for joining me, listening, subscribing, sharing, everything else that you guys do. I really do appreciate it. And uh, today I want to just do another solo podcast, solo topic uh, about time efficiency because I feel like obviously we're coming out of COVID. A lot of people kind of got stuck in their ways kind of myself included. Um, I would say I actually worked out of that the beginning of COVID, but I will kind of talk to you about my personal experiences and what I went through with balancing my time, uh, work-life balance and whatnot. But yeah, the topic of this one is time efficiency and you know how people may struggle with specific tasks that they need to do throughout the day that they just dread to do and they end up pushing it off and off. If you're one of those procrastinators, this uh, episode is going to be for you. If you are somebody who you know just feels like there's not enough time in the day, this episode is also for you. If uh, you just want to hear my sexy voice continue to speak, this episode is also for you. So sit back, relax. I'm going to do my thing, go through some categories and whatnot, and hopefully the information in this episode can help you out. Thanks. All right, so as you guys now know, this episode is about time efficiency and kind of connecting to balance as far as, you know, work, life, being a husband or wife or spouse or whatever, being a parent uh, of a child, being a parent of an animal, owning a business, running a business, having a job, being a high functioning uh, employee asset of a company. So, you know, a lot of times, I'm not going to say they're excuses, but a lot of times we have reasons, you know, reasons why we do, reasons why we don't. A lot of times, reasons why we don't, those get written off as excuses. And a lot of times, you know, that can really mess with your head as far as, you know, just the anxiety of that pressure. But then, you know, also, you know, constant losses in a row, you know, you might be just completely overwhelmed and you might accidentally miss you know, your workout at 5.30 with your trainer that you scheduled, you know, once or twice. And, you know, at the time you might think, oh, it's only one or two workouts. But then if you really think about it, you know, it's seven to 14 days right there where, you know, you're not getting something efficient. So kind of relating it to fitness right there, but I want to tie it back into life. I do want to talk about, you know, obviously everything that we have to balance as far as, you know, waking up in the morning, literally going from sleep mode to active. And now we have to go to work or be a functioning kind of component of our society. And that kind of ties in with caffeine consumption, with coffee, energy drinks. Um, as the day goes on, you know, we get into food and how that affects, how that affects uh, glucose and blood sugar levels and how that can affect your mood and crankiness. Alcohol kind of ties into that as well as far as yes that good feeling but then the possible hangover the next day You know when you're drinking, you know more often than not, you know You're with somebody else little boy or girl action whatever it is and maybe you get busy and you know sex ties into it as far as raising testosterone or um, estrogen levels in females and you know obviously if you're not getting any maybe you watch porn maybe you're online you know maybe you watch too much tv play too many video games too much time on your phone maybe you smoke too much weed maybe you take too many pills i know i'm kind of just going down a list of kind of all these different things and items but these are really the most common vices that a lot of people have in the world you know as far as like addiction to things you know people are addicted to caffeine addicted to alcohol addicted to food as far as you know i mean yeah that's even a thing um addicted to video games addicted to drugs you know addicted to sex addicted to porn 
Um, these are all things that you know kind of tie into time efficiency and what could take up a lot of your time and i want to try as best i can to you know kind of break down my personal experiences in most of these topics and what i can cover and do have personal experience with if anybody really has anything that they'd like to share obviously i would love to have you on make an episode about it if you are comfortable of course um, you guys may have heard me talk about this if you have heard, I think, episode four or five, one of the earlier podcast episodes of setting SMART goals, um, which is an acronym, stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. SMART goals are going to be king to balance as far as you know any goal that you have at hand. Uh, you know, you're not just going to want to. You know run marathons forever to get better at marathons you know it's all about the planning around the training and the game plan to hit that specific goal so i know i'm kind of just rambling right now but let's tie it back into the real world versus you know just working out and marathon running so let's talk about our first one which would be you know caffeine consumption and that comes in forms of as you guys all know coffee energy drinks red bull black rock coffee um crack no i'm just kidding but you know what i mean uh diet so or sodas in general yeah some diet sodas anything that you can get caffeine from that little boost of energy that we all think we need uh, myself included you know it is uh does have a little hold on me i just love the taste and the bubbly sensation but i hate coffee i always have i i threw up twice trying to drink it and trying to get myself into it but if you're one of those nasty coffee drinkers, I commend you, but you're disgusting. But anyways, <laughs> um, this is a big discussion that, you know, obviously myself and my wife have been having recently because she's also very busy studying for her MCAT. She's probably studying, man, 10 to 14 hours a day or at least on a computer being productive somehow, some way. And I'm very proud of her, but I do notice she's going through a lot of coffee and this is just my personal observation, but it's something that I've also experienced personally on the energy drink side, but then also clients or people that I know with caffeine crashes or, you know, just the adverse effects of caffeine, you know, long term. You know, of course, you know, some people may know it is an appetite suppressant. So when you do drink caffeine, you're not as hungry which is a good and a bad thing, you know, depending on who you are and how you want to kind of supplement this into your everyday diet or kind of training regimen. Now, <clears throat> I've heard of people drinking caffeine in the morning to suppress their appetite for a few hours until it holds them over to eat. I guess that's smart, <laughs> um, you know, to each their own, of course. I would always, you know, try not to do that as much. I've done it before and, you know, I can definitely tell that i needed food not even that i felt like i needed food like my stomach but i just felt like angry or not angry like a little more edgy um cranky if you will hangry if you will i wasn't actually furious at anything but i was definitely agitated just because I, I just felt you know weak i felt like i needed calories and that is something that a lot of people tend to put off these days is that feeling of oh i'll just wait till lunch or i'll just wait till the next meal wait till the next meal wait till the next meal and you know it could be you know yes we live in just a very day very very busy day and age now to where it is difficult to 
take lunch breaks and get food, but we have to make sure we prioritize our food, getting in, you know, multiple meals a day, two to three to four, at least, you know, not just one, not zero, please God, eat something. Um, but let's play devil's avocado here and play both sides. Let's not overindulge, right? We got to make sure we play it both sides, being efficient with calorie consumption as well. You know, you guys know that feeling of being stuffed after a meal and it's just like, oh man, you just feel like, you know, you're going to die just because you've eaten so much and you're just so bloated and, and so muffin topped out. You got to unbutton the top of your pants. You know, and like I said, to each their own, it's all about balance. You know, if you're working hard or if the, the shoe fits the diet and the lifestyle, you know, go for it. But, you know, I know I don't necessarily love that feeling. Um, I literally get like stomach pains. Like it hurts my stomach if I'm, if I'm super full. But it's all about being efficient, right? We have to realize, you know, what type of person we are. Are we uh, a hungry animal that just needs to tear the freaking bag off the McDonald's bag and just go to town? Or are we somebody that knows how your body reacts to shitty food and, and fast food and carbs and excess fats and trans fats and all that? And you know that it's probably gonna be a smarter move to meal prep or have something a little leaner. That way, maybe that same day, that night, you sleep a little bit better, you wake up the next day feeling a little more energized, you're not as lethargic. You know, these are just little kind of tips and tricks things that we definitely should be conscious of because obviously america and the state that we live in we are definitely an overindulgent uh country 100 and you know any opportunity that we get to get more we take it and you know too much of one thing is not good you know everybody knows that and you know if <laughs> The upgrade to the extra large french fries is only 30 cents i know it's a great deal but just think about your health think about what you need think about what your food does for and to you and i know i'm kind of rambling and that doesn't really specifically tie in with time efficiency only because that diet and time you know you could do all your meal prepping everything is so specific with each person's diet and how they eat you know i've already talked about fasting and intermittent fasting in my past episodes if you have questions about that just revert back i don't know which episode it is but revert back to like i think it's seven or eight um but with that being said <clears throat> we are going to move into a one that definitely is underrated as far as how it affects people and that is alcohol consumption i guess i'll tie it into all alcohol and drugs um marijuana ecstasy cocaine whatever mushrooms whatever drugs you want to categorize categorize it as um but these are you know all uppers and downers all things that you know we can abuse at certain times and you know how efficient really are you going to be with these things like i said to each their own and everybody kind of has their opportunities and i i know in some cases a lot of jobs and sales when you go out with clients, you're gonna drink. You know, you gotta loosen up the client a little bit. You gotta make things a little more fun. Um, if you just bust your ass all day and you just want some Coronas or some Modellos after work, foo, that's all good too, dude. That's all. That's all good, foo. Um, you know, but to each their own, right? It's not. That's all good. But if you're dropping a six pack every single night and you're looking at the big pie chart of your actual calorie consumption and ninety. 91% of your calories are coming from Modelo's foo. Um, that's not good. So, you know, I'm not your, I'm not your dad. I'm not your parent. I'm not your doctor, 
do whatever you want to do but these are just things that we do need to be conscious about and uh you know it does affect efficiency as far as you know not only what it's doing to you in the moment but also the time it's going to take away being hungover you know the time that you might lose you know being blacked out drunk and not remembering yeah it might be a great time but if you don't remember you know four hours of your life being hammered you know to me that's just not worth it that's not super efficient and like i said to each their own um who the hell am i to tell you how to live your life right but you know we just got to think long term if you're getting blacked out once a week or once every 10 days once a month even you just got to think of you know four times two times three times four you know all these hours potentially days of time that you're out of commission you're literally not even conscious and who knows how that can affect your personal relationships with people how that can affect you know how you see yourself if you just kind of glamorize this lifestyle of alcohol and or drug abuse whether that be you know marijuana cocaine you know anything in excess is bad you know even if you smoke <clears throat> three joints a day it might be cool you might be stoned all day but you know you got the munchies worse than you need to you know it you know you know you drinking you know too much coke to follow it up or too much sugary shit because it tastes good when you're stoned i know i've gotten stoned before and i love having a slurpee after but you know what i mean just like how i'm i've, I've never done any of the crazy stuff but I'm sure like psychedelics, like mushrooms, I'm sure that's an awesome experience. And I'm sure that is extremely addicting. But think of, you know, I've never done it, but I know the trips off those are a little longer than normal. And, you know, how does that affect that entire day? How does that affect how you see your life going forward? You know, what goals are going to change of yours and what priorities are going to change of yours in the future of like, oh wow, normally I used to run to get this euphoric high. Now I'll just sit on my butt and smoke weed or, or fucking smoke crack or do this or do that or whatever drug, whatever alcohol, whatever it is to get that easier, quicker state of euphoria versus putting in the work. You know, that's not efficient. And that is the goal of today's podcast. I'm not, like I said, not telling you to live your guy's life, but if you're having a difficult time moving forward in life and getting the most out of, the value of yourself you know these are definitely things that you know you definitely should consider and whoo i'm going into a big big one right now because as you guys know me or may know me personally i used to be a pretty avid video gamer i would love to say i was good but i wasn't i just played a lot and i played a lot of madden football um 20 like madden 2005 to to whatever the most current one was played a lot of that call of duty you know a little bit of fortnite here and there but i was definitely an avid gamer growing up in high school and uh, even a little bit of my adult life and i say a little bit because i sold my xbox and i'm not sure if i've talked about this on my podcast or even even out in the world or not but yes i sold my xbox because i am one of those people that tends to not like fall into addictive traits or things but i loved it i love video games and you know i'm at the point in my life now where i cannot be giving more than two hours even more than one hour of my life to video games per day just because i'm just too busy i just have too much shit going on you know i'm married i have a dog i have a full-time job i have all these kind of side hustles that I'm trying to work on, trying to stay in shape as best as I can, trying to train 
And, you know, those guys that can do everything and still get game time in, like, good on you. Cool. But I'm one of those dudes that likes to veg out and play for hours on end and kind of just be a pile. And, uh, you know, that's all good, fine and dandy. And, you know, there's a time and a place for that. My time and place I noticed was I was, you know, I, I love gaming so much that I would try to prioritize it during the week and literally not shit got done. Um, this is all before I got married. Um, this is probably about two years ago, but this is probably about the height of my gaming days. I was working still over 40 hours a week. I'd say probably 45 to 50 hours a week. I think I was either engaged or we were just about to get engaged. So still, still, a, still a pretty serious relationship. Um, we lived together and, you know, basically my routine was wake up in the morning if my girlfriend or wife at the time or whatever um was going to school or whatever uh, i would sit my ass on the couch and play video games for however long i could until i went to work go to work for eight or nine or ten hours if i got a chance to work out during my work day cool i would come straight home like that's when i knew like yes i'm working out during the day i'm gonna come home and i'm gonna play video games and this is even before i got the dog too and uh i did that for like two or three years dude and sheesh that one will wear you down but two it's like man i had such a a skewed perception of reality my values were so gone and you know maybe i was an extreme case but i definitely i'm not going to name any names but i definitely know grown men out there still that are rage quitting and raging uh, over video games and letting it fuck their whole day up and stuff and i'm just i i'm just trying to get over that you know as much of a competitor i am you know it's a video game and it's it's just tough because video games aren't what they used to be and i say that because if you play video games currently you understand that everything is online nowadays it's pretty impossible to pause the game and be able to like stop or breathe and everything is so quick and everything's so advanced and it takes so much of your attention these days it's not like pong on sega genesis where it was up down left right pause you know now you know in all these live action games you, your senses have to be on you know there's a goddamn headset you have to wear people are getting dual monitors or blacking out their rooms they're getting certain devices to make their sensitivities and their reaction times faster like it, the game is different video games literally and I just feel like not enough people in the world are going to be good enough to make money or go pro off video gaming, but they think they do, which sounds shitty and negative, but I'm just being realistic. Um, you know, a lot of, and I'm speaking from experience as well. A lot of my time was spent just like in this escape world and geez, man, that was like the opposite of, you know, hard work and, and trying to excess or trying to excess trying to push forward and trying to excel myself as a person as a husband as uh somebody with a career and whatnot so yeah kind of tying back into my i sold my xbox story uh i was always a generation behind on everything and basically i finally got the xbox one i think like the new new xbox is out even but um I think I had just gotten it and it was out for about a year. I only had it for like maybe six months or maybe a year. And I just sold it just cause 
you know, this is after we got married. Um, this is like kind of fast forward now. Sorry, I kind of j- jumping all over the place. But this was probably about a year ago, actually. So it's April now. This is about April 2020, maybe even before. Um, I sold my Xbox to one of my buddies just because at the time, you know, I literally did not have time to play. I was married. We just got a dog. I had lost my job due to COVID and I literally picked up like three or four different jobs uh, just to get by while I could during COVID. And I just literally didn't have time to play video games. And I also kind of had like a little mini epiphany too. And it was like, not only do I not want to play video games now because I, I literally cannot because it's going to distract me so much from working and like living here. Um, I actually decided to give up gaming completely. Uh, I tried, I, I tried getting like a PC to do like half work, half gaming stuff on it. And I just, I wasn't a fan of the, the PC gaming and it kind of like shit out on me anyway. So I actually took it back and I'm recording uh, this podcast stuff on a Mac because I, I know you can't really game on Mac. So I purposely made the conscious decision to get, invest in something that I know I cannot play video games on. And I know it's stupid, but that's just the type of length I knew I had to go to because I know myself. And you know, if I give myself an opportunity to do something, I'm gonna do it. So I, if I know something's not good for me, I just had to take it away. That might not work for you. Who knows, it could. It's kind of extreme, but it's just what I do. And it's just what uh, I think has definitely helped me because in since then, everything has gotten better. Just not only have I just felt better, I'm not as anxious, I'm not ra- like raging at night. I'm not going through that emotional roller coaster right before I go to bed. And if you game a lot, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's the, th- it's literally the, th- the, what is it? The, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, dude, that's so absolutely what it is, especially when you're playing in a squad match at midnight and you know, your girl's telling you to shut the hell up, but you're like, Oh, yo, they're two fifties out. And you know, you're so into the game and you end up coming in second place, but your heart's racing. And you're just like, oh my God, da, da, da. like, God, do I go to sleep? Do I like not piss off my significant other? Or do I play another game with the bros and like, you know, get this dopamine hit again? Of course, you're going to play with your bros, you know? So I knew that, yeah, one, not only could I put my, I didn't want to put my wife through that. I didn't want to put myself through that just because like I said, everything's gotten better since then. I've in better shape, picked up martial arts. I've excelled in that exponentially. And I know if I had a, you know, a console, you know, it's much easier to sit down and be comfortable than it is to get your ass out of your comfort zone in the gym, getting punched in the face, getting choked out, or even at like a commercial gym, get like sweating, stretching, being uncomfortable, putting load on your muscles. But you know, those are all things I knew I had to do to excel myself forward. And I know I'm kind of gassing myself up here, da, 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 but I am proud of myself for getting rid of my gaming system just because you know, I, I was always one of those kids. I was like a generation behind, like when the Xbox 360 first came out, like I still had the Xbox. When I got the Xbox 360, the Xbox one came out and, and you know, I'm not, it's not like a boohoo story or anything, but you know, I always felt like I needed to do it just cause I was so behind. And then as I grew up and as I got older, I just realized like very, very, very few people that I want to be like binge on video games. And uh, I'm just going to leave that video game topic there and move on to the next one because I kind of feel like I'm beating a dead horse. But hopefully you guys got some pieces out of that. And 
with video games, TVs, as you guys know, that ties into phone time, screen time, you know, that could be in forms of texting, FaceTime, phone calls, you know, BSing at work on instant messenger, whatever it is. Um, you know, not all the time is that unproductive. You know, more often than not, we are productive on sales calls or, you know, business meetings, you know, and most times we're not wasting time, but a lot, I mean, not a lot. Sometimes there are those people that just call people just to call and call people to kill time. And that is fine. That's absolutely fine. Just make sure you're being intentful with your purpose because, you know, I'm just going to take it from us right now, like myself and my wife very extremely busy right now with MCAT, multiple jobs, like my wife's MCAT, she's working multiple jobs, I'm working multiple jobs, side gigs, still trying to train, still trying to make it happen with the dog, still trying to be married, have work-life balance. And, you know, a lot of times, or at least they used to, a lot of times people used to just call and just see what I was up to just to like gossip almost. And, you know, each their own right you know people are always gonna talk to show love this or that and that's kind of why i purposely just decided to like just get off as much social media as i can um you know minus the fact that these podcasts because these are kind of way out there and nobody really significant listens to these anyways at least i hope not um no i mean not like hating on you guys i love you i mean not anybody that i'm trying to offend significantly listens to these podcasts um but yeah like just me personally cutting out uh, video games has started to help me kind of cut out social media in general and just kind of figure out my specific purpose and my intent with everything that I post versus kind of just posting whatever I think is funny or this or that. And, you know, granted, the social media age is different now with, you know, with all the quarantine stuff, all the COVID stuff, everyone's posting about their vaccinations, all the, the BLM, all the political stuff, all the Trump shit, all the White House raids. You know, it's it's just a lot. And, you know, of course, I am a human being and I feel empathy and sympathy for all that stuff. But when your entire timeline is just negativity, it's like, oh, man, that's just something I'm trying to get away from because my it, it literally I mean, it started to kind of affect my normal life. You know, it became topics of discussion that only certain people wanted to talk about. And it's like, sheesh, man, like, can't we just talk about something else, like something more positive? And now I even like try as best I can to even say, like, yeah, I didn't even see that. And like get people to kind of explain it to me more of them. So, you know, like just, I just like to see it from both sides, you know? And I, I do, you know, there are some things that of course I'm going to show a little bias on if I feel a certain way about it, but there's just so much going on with media, social media, the perception of certain imagery and videos. And it all kind of goes hand in hand with like digital marketing too. And like cookies and how the ads pop up after you talk or look up a certain item. It's just, it's just crazy. And just the technolo technol eh, <laughs> technological age we live in these days is, uh, you know, I'm impressed. I like it, but it's not something that I want to be consumed with all the damn time. And, you know, maybe you shouldn't either. Maybe that's something that you should kind of cut a limit to. And something that I've done to help me is setting a timer on my phone and certain apps even just because I was kind of born in the Instagram era um, so Instagram really blew up right when I was like 15 or 16, like the prime of being a teenager. So I kind of have the most emotional attachment, not really, but most attachment to Instagram. And I literally had to set an alarm 
uh, or uh, yeah, what is it? Like a restriction for, I think it's only like two or three hours a day on Instagram, might, might be even less. Um, but I know the little notification at the end of the day would pop up and he'd be like, oh, you spent X amount of time on this, 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 and that. And this is like a few years ago. And that's when I knew it's like, dude, I need to restrict myself from my phone. And just as the days, months, years go on, I have you know been able to delete even apps like Twitter, Snapchat. I've had those in like years. Um, I'm barely, like I have Facebook to stay connected with people, but I'm like right about to get rid of it. Um, and yeah, I, mean, I feel great about it. It, it does kind of suck because I do feel like I'm losing connection from certain people. But as far as the liberation feeling, it's amazing because I'm not worried about, I feel obligated to have to post something or I feel bad for not posting anything and not giving anybody any update. Because at the end of the day, I mean, maybe it's just me, but these are all kind of high functioning things that like I would think about throughout the day and not having to worry about that has felt me, has made me feel so great in terms of mentally, physically, emotionally. I've been more efficient with my time, not spending time on the internet or on my phone, you know, worried about, you know, other people's opinions or any shares or likes or comments or, you know, what I'm not even worried about what other people are doing. And, you know, it took a lot of time and work and effort to, to get to this spot. And, you know, you might be listening and be like, Jesus, man, this dude has issues, <laughs> but you know, everybody has issues. And, uh, if this is something that can help you shoot, man, by all means, like, cool. If it's something that doesn't help you at all, you still wasted your time listening to it, motherfucker. So <laughs> now I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, man, if, if you're feeling some type of way about, you know, you don't feel your whole worth, you're not feeling efficient, there are things that you do too much of or not enough of, you know, it comes down to you first. No one's going to tell you to do it. No one's going to tell you not to do it. It's just a matter of, you know, are you going to put your nose down and do it? Because you know what you need to do. And uh, you just need to stop looking for the validation or the anti-validation of other people to sway your opinion and or actions. And uh, I know I'm getting all philosophical and whatnot, but that's just what it is, man. So let's wrap it up into, um, let's see, what did I not get into? I guess like weed and drugs, but yeah, you guys, I'm, <laughs> I don't need to talk about weed and drugs to tell you guys weed and drugs in excess is too much or, and or quote unquote bad. Um, you know, I am an advocate for medical marijuana. I think it's great. I think it helps a lot of people out. Uh, in terms of inflammation, recovery, anxiety, depression, the ability to eat arthritis, so much. There's so many benefits of medical marijuana. On the flip side, <laughs> there are uh, a few too many people who quote unquote abuse the medical recreational card. And if you've ever been to a medical dispensary, you know, you might have seen that 18 or 19 year old that says that they have arthritis or glaucoma or whatever and they're buying like racks of marijuana medical marijuana and you know that's all fine to each their own again i could even be wrong you know i could be uh you know just or not just fine i could be profiling this person right now and, and they could be terribly in pain but more often than not i find a lot of you know people that abuse not only the card, but the use, obviously, of the plant and the marijuana and smoking way too much of it too often. You know, like I said, I'm an advocate for it as far as like a time and a place. 
but if you're just stoned 24 7 and you can't work you can't make money you can't hold a conversation with your significant other you like can't parent you can't drive you know at what point are you being functional and right the whole point of this podcast is efficiency so if you're trying to better yourself by being a more efficient person these are just steps that you can take and like i said man teach their own it's not like i haven't gotten too stoned one day on accident you know it's all good but if you do it all day every day too much and you're not getting shit done that's when you know there's a problem and that goes with weed that goes with coke that goes with mushrooms that goes with all those other drugs ecstasy uh freaking uh, i don't even know i coke or <laughs> i said coke uh what am i thinking of heroin all that stuff and people are dying off that shit too so please be careful guys um not an advocate for that stuff not an advocate for the shit that'll kill you but you know just be smart teach their own you know i'm not your dad i'm not your parent but you know hopefully you guys got your pros and cons of you know what you guys can do to better yourself in terms of your efficiency in terms of what you can cut out what you can try to do maybe you guys didn't even realize that you guys <laughs> you guys realize maybe you guys didn't even realize that you know you are in such a rut or maybe you guys didn't even realize that like wow i spend 10 hours a day on my phone not being productive just on apps and messaging and whatnot or oh wow now that i think about it now that i look at my cable bill my electricity is really high it's probably because all five of my plasma screen tvs are always on 24 7 because you're always watching tv and that's fine but like i said in excess just try it for one day and tell me you don't feel better turn off your tv for one day read a book tell me you don't feel better or go outside don't friggin don't drink or smoke for one or two days and just work out and drink a lot of water and stretch and just let your body forgive you and just see how you feel and you know just it's all about balance man work life balance fitness life balance smart goals right specific measurable attainable realistic and timely you know if you have a goal right now and it's not any of those acronyms any of those uh one five s-m-a-r-t you know just reassess it i'm not going to say it's wrong but if it's like oh i need to lose 30 pounds in six days for cancun and then when i come back i want to i'm just going to gain it all back and you know that's all fine we all know those crash diets are a thing for you know instant gratification for the pictures and whatnot and and oh i lost 10 pounds in x amount of days but right we're in it for the long run we're in it for life right you want to get that weight off and keep it off you want to get it off the most efficient way and keep it off the most efficient way and i'm not going to say don't do those crash diets but i am going to say don't do those crash diets every three months for the rest of your life because that definitely means that you're not doing something in your everyday routine that you need to do to change who you are to get you to where you need to be boom no i'm just kidding um but yeah man it's all about being better as a person changing yourself for the better and just kind of realizing who you are as a person who you are as an athlete who you are as a parent who you are as a spouse as a friend and you know how can you always strive to be better you know it's not striving to be the best it's not striving to be better than somebody else it's uh it's always just about you know striving to be a better version of yourself and i know you know i'm 
like I said before, man, I'm not the shit. I'm not the best. I don't think I'm the best, but I definitely am happy and proud of myself because I know that I try to get myself out of my comfort zone as much as humanly possible. And uh, I definitely thank myself for it, you know, and the last five to 10 years, I would say I've, I've really focused on trying to better myself through circumstance, you know, understanding that, you know, I wasn't going to be able to go straight to college or really to college in general, understanding that, you know, when I first started working, you know, it was going to be, Hey, start from the ground up and let's make this shit happen, man. But I'm not going to be a freaking ditch digger. We're going to make this shit work. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm nowhere where I want to be, but I'm closer and I know I'm on the right path. So, uh, Thank you guys, as always, for listening. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off my own D real quick, but um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm just happy uh, to have listeners, to have you know the the validation of you guys, and uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for for listening. As always, this is the Burke Does Work podcast, episode 11. I know I tried to cover as much time efficiency as possible, and I did a lot of that with a few edits but a lot of rambling. So if there was anything specific that I did not cover and you guys would like a little bit more specificity or you know if there's anything that you guys would like to talk about in private, go ahead and shoot me a DM, share. If you guys would like to be a guest on the next podcast, go ahead and let me know. I know I have a few people lined up, but my schedule is effing crazy right now um, and I have some trips coming up, but in the next... I want to say one to three weeks that should clear up and I'm going to have a few really good guests for you on here. So thank you guys so much. Again, this is Ricky Burke with the Burke Does Work podcast and we out.